So, Mac, I know you just addressed the media, but I want to start with you. How are, so, how are you feeling right now? Are you confident uh, you'll be ready to go this Sunday? Yeah, I feel good. Um, definitely uh, just, you know, wanted to be cautious and make sure everything was good, and I'm good to go. So, Did you pinpoint a play? Was it that, that uh, when the guy hit you high and low, that personal foul, roughing the passer? Um, yeah, I think so. I think just, uh, I mean, it, it wasn't too bad during the game. It just got a little tight, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was all good. heat, huh? Yeah, yeah. loosen up so it was 104. Yeah, it was it was nice and toasty out there. I saw you walk in, and it looked like I walk on a daily basis. Yeah, it was <laughs> <laughs> kind of crooked, not feeling right. Um, so overall, I mean, obviously the loss was not what anybody really wanted, but just overall your opinion of how you played and how do you think the offense played? Um, yeah, I always base it off film and not speculation. So I think the film was a lot better than you know what we thought, and obviously we need to score more points. Um, but we did some really good things, and we just eliminate really two or three bad plays, and it's a different story. But the what-if game is the what-if game, and I think we just need to put more points up there. So is it? do you kind of believe the whole it's never as bad as you think it is and it's never quite as good as you think it is when it comes to post-game feelings? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think every game is different, but practice is the same thing. Uh you know, you could have a good practice and you watch the film and you missed some things that you didn't think you missed, so and vice versa. So I think that's film doesn't lie and if you watch the film you can tell. Is there something in particular you thought like, ah, I wish I had that playback? Is there a certain play that you Not really. Uh just execute better and communicate better. Um, but there's no plays that you know, there was like, Oh gosh, you know, I think obviously you wanna do better on every play but um there's games when you're like oh, i wish i could have had a lot of those back but you know things happen and you just got to move on uh going back to your health uh briefly so we saw you take a ton of hits and spring right back up last season mm. uh the stuff that you're dealing with your back now is this does this feel like a one-off is it a kind of uh injury that or challenge that you faced before at any point after a hit um I guess you'll have to get the timer out to see how fast I can get up. <laughs> um, Ground's on fire. No, I'll be fine. I I think, uh, yeah, just some hits are different than others, and that's part of football. And it's actually, you know, sometimes good to get hit and get, get your season going, and I think that was good. It was good for me. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't anything that O-line did or didn't do. They did a good job all game long. I just got to, for me, communicate better and make sure we're on the same page is really kind of how it goes. All right, we're talking to Mac Jones, the quarterback of the New England Patriots. Um, I want to ask you about that, that first drive. You guys came out, I thought it was outstanding, right? Right down to the field. I know it was an interception in the end zone. Uh, Parker, I think, was held. You know, I think that a lot of people saw that. But that play, that drive there, it just it seemed like it was exactly what you guys wanted. Did you lose a little steam? That that was like a little morale, like just kind of the way that drive ended? Did that hurt you guys in the next few drives? Um, Not really. I think play the next play and – um, like you said, it can go either way. It's a uh, it's football, and they can call flags either way. And we move the ball, like I said, and just gotta score more points. Um, that's pretty much it. So, the big part of our day has been this whole you know the third series, the strip sack, first play of that third series. Can yeah. you? And I'm sure you've looked at it a million times. Can you walk us through like the dynamics of that play and and how it started to how it ended? Is is could you share some information with us on that? Yeah, I think that's. Definitely an X's and O's question, and you'd have to ask Coach Belichick. But um, 
yeah, communication, just improve it and um, got to block the guys and I got to communicate better and that'll be fixed. Do you feel like you should, I don't know, we were talking about maybe micromanage a little bit more when it comes to, I guess, like identifying danger. Like, is that fair to say? Is that part of like doing more communicating? Um, really just do what I'm supposed to do and I trust the offense line to do what they're supposed to do and the receivers to do what they're supposed to do. So um, just speed up the whole playing you know, you, you can't try and tell everybody what to do every play when they already know what to do. So we all know what to do. Just got to do it better and more consistently, really. It's the consistency part. It's ten good plays, three bad ones, two plays that are okay, and which is fine, but you really want to get it down to one bad play, per se. I mean, there's going to be bad plays in a game, but you want to eliminate as many as you can. How frustrating is that for you guys when it's it's you know too many bad plays and you feel like you've kind of figured it out? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, it's early on in the season and we want to have more good plays and that's what happens, you know, in September. You're kind of feeling some things out and you want to win every game, but there's going to be some things you need to iron out. And once you get them ironed out, then, you know, you can remember the good plays and um, score more points. During the game, we saw you interacting on the sidelines with Matt Patricia, with Joe Judge, with Brian Hoyer. Mm. How would you describe the dynamic on the sidelines in terms of, you know, who's giving you pointers where and, yeah. you know, aside from the play calling stuff? Yeah, I think um, it was really good. I think we stayed calm and just played the next play. And um, it's a long game. It's, you know, 60-minute game. And um, the communication was good. So there's no loopholes there. And, Coach Belichick, too, same thing. Mm-hmm. Came over and checked in and all that like he always does. So I feel like the communication is really good and positive, and um, we just we need to play better as players. What kind of impact does Brian have on the sideline with you in talking to you about what he's seeing or whatever else during the game? Yeah, he's a great leader and um, really good teammate. Sees the game very similar to how I see the game. And, um, you know, a lot of times when you're out there, things happen fast, and then you can come back and revisit a play um, and he can give you advice on it. So he does a good job with that and really happy to have him um, along with our coaches, obviously. It's really good insight when you can hear more. For me, I just want to know what happened and um, digest what happened and then move on from it. All right, we're talking to Mac Jones. And Mac, I think Patriot fans, you know, we, we saw last year how dynamic Kendrick Bourne can be in this offense with you and it seemed like you guys had a good relationship. And this year, he had two snaps it didn't take long for you to find him. That 41-yard bomb down the sideline was beautiful. And he talked after the game about needing to show more. So what does it take to get a dynamic guy that I'm sure could help you and your offense out to get out in the field more? What are you seeing from him? Yeah, I think KB, um, you know, he's he's done a good job. He just needs to continue to be consistent. And we all love KB. He's the same guy every day. And um, he just needs to come out and practice hard and continue to earn the reps. I think that's important. Um, you can only control what you can control, and that's when you're in the game. And he showed that when he was in the game, he could do well. So um, we have good receivers, and he's a great addition to the room. Um, and we'll just continue to spread the ball around to those guys and, like I said, score more points. So hopefully he can help us do that too. Is there any counseling that goes on with, like, a guy, you know, like a receiver that could be frustrated with his playing time, you know, not getting the opportunities they want? Is there any counseling that you as a quarterback kind of – give it to him as far as just being patient or anything? Yeah, I, I always say the plays will come. Um, don't chase plays, and he does that well, and a lot of the guys on our team do that well. And um, 
he just needs to be more consistent. He knows that, and uh, I need to be more consistent, and I know that. So every player is the same thing. Um, and once we can get all 11 guys on the same page and more consistent, then it'll be – you know, a better looking picture at the end of the game. When talking about like you know receivers, like so, what makes Jacoby Myers so dependable? Because I know tr- uh, receivers coach Tra- uh, uh, Troy Brown calls him yeah. like you know Mister Steady or something like that. Mm-hmm. What makes him so dependable? Um, yeah, I think it's con- consistency and just um, he has a lot more good plays than he has bad plays, and um, he knows where to line up. He knows what routes to run. He knows who to block. He knows how to block. He knows where to run with the ball. He just as a plan, it seems like, and um, a lot of guys on our team do too, um, and they're just trying to get that consistency up to, you know, get to his standard. I think he's like the sta- uh, standard setter, you know, for that room, and we have a lot of guys who are working really hard, so I'm pleased with that, and um, like I said, I want to be able to get it to everybody and let them make plays, so we just got to do a better job with that. The weather looked absolutely brutal yesterday. I, I was watching coach Belichick on the sideline and he was like wiping sweat off his forearms like mm. his wrists I was like I didn't even <laughs> know you could sweat there uh, do you guys feel like you went down going down to Miami early do you feel like that helped you guys out uh, when you got there on game day and it was feeling like 104 yeah I think it, it did help and um, we were in good shape but obviously you got to put a better product on the field so offensively, I saw somebody tweet out that it was like zero RPOs and, and I think you had two play action passes where you're two for two. Is that just something that's like early in the year that needs to develop? Because I think that was something you were very successful with last year, a lot of play action. You build yeah. that in as the season goes? Or yeah, I think it's, you know, just finding your identity as an offense. And I think, you know, every offense has short, medium, long play action, RPO, screens, all that stuff. So... We have it all, and we just uh, want to see what works and then stick with it. So once we feel comfortable, we'll do more. And um, Yeah. All right, so, Mac, it's time for the quarterback question of the week. You actually heard me doing that read, huh? That's yeah, pretty good, go. right? Yeah. Selling the hell out of that stuff. <laughs> still have to read it off the screen. Right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Busted you. Uh, that's all right. It's not the first. So, um, curious, uh, you guys were out there. We had Lawrence Guy was on uh, earlier today on the Midday Show, and he talked about you, know, you guys had a lot of downtime. Uh, when you were out there early down in Florida, he said he caught up on a lot of Netflix shows that he wasn't able to watch. Was there any guilty, you know, pleasure that you kind of took part in with all the downtime? Any movies? Any streaming uh, opportunities? Not really. I know. I watched the Alabama game on Saturday. Oh, how lucky were they? Yeah, that was, that was a close <laughs> one. But they pulled it out, so roll tide. But uh, that was pretty much it. Other than that, just hanging out. Um, getting treatment doing all this stuff for a normal week you know we have this uh we had this bet uh earlier in when came, training camp first started it was uh, the undrafted draft you know because the Patriots have this history of uh, undrafted free agents making the team and uh, I guess it was two of them that made the team right um and so three of us now have to eat uh what they call I'm just going to call it the chip of death one chip oh, challenge. that's the one chip the challenge hot, the hot chip or yeah Demarcus thank you yeah I'm saying yeah. <laughs> is there like what's like the what's the spiciest worst thing you ever you ever ate is there anything that stands out like that just you really regret well, we know it. it's not spicy tuna it's well yeah, it's true tuna. it's not fish of any kind <laughs> I guess like I mean I don't know the Cheetos the hot, the hot Cheetos yeah. like if you get the whole bag 
pretty pretty hot. I, I think we should do that. It seems like more the hot doable. Cheeto bag yeah, the red ones. Yeah, yeah, I can do those. Like flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah, there you go. Do you <laughs> ever eat gator down in Florida? No, never. I got talked into eating gator like one time in Florida when I was younger. I thought everybody she thought tastes it like was, chicken. They, I, they acted like it was a delicacy. I was like, yeah. oh, I guess if I'm here, like I was in some <laughs> foreign country, it's Florida. Gator on a stick. <laughs> is gator seafood? Uh, you know what? That's a good that question. That is a great question. They are in the water. 80% of the time. All right. Well, that's good. <laughs> well, listen, Beck, uh, we appreciate you coming down. Hopefully everything feels well this week. You get through it, and we see you next Sunday. No T.J. Watt. Thank you. No T.J. Watt, so that's a good thing. Most likely. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks.